This show is very not safe for work. The works being read do not represent the views of the hosts or guests. This show is a roast and should not be taken seriously. He pat Richard on the shoulder. With all that out of the way. All right. You know what, Dave? Mm-hmm. You're not doing David Attenborough. You're not doing Richard Attenborough. I think you're doing like the stepbrother, Doug Attenborough. <laughs> My name is Doug Attenborough. I fucking read things. <laughs> sure. BBC, where's my check? <laughs> With all that out of the way, you still need to name your son. <laughs> Doug. Doug. Perfect name. <laughs> oh, definitely won't be a show on Nickelodeon that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, this I know I nobody I've ever talked to like Doug. It was not a good like, show. It like, ran for like eight seasons. And I don't get how. Exactly. How? Who kept this show alive? Whose dick was getting sucked at the fucking Universal Studios Nickelodeon thing? Nick's Nick's? Who behind Olmec was getting their fucking butt pounded by the the executive was like, yes, more Doug, please. More. I have to have Doug. Give it. Do, 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 (laughs) do. Five hearts of passion cry out for justice. Shugo Fen Fukushan Sintai Fuketsuna Ranger. Let's go! Working at the popular Shin Nihon Ko TV station, these five courageous humans wage a never-ending battle against the evil Boar Dom, a villain with a penchant for bad grammar and a fetish for deviancy. Hmm, we fight with the real Big Horn. But who are these brave warriors that cannot be stopped even by Kevlar bullets or sand? Phuket Magenta! Synergist Wizard, Jin Jin Echi! A fight is what you get when you violence! Phuket Pinker! The Refuse Artisan, Toyota Hanzo! I cannot believe the perfectly good things people flush down! Phuket Tupperbo! The Dwisney Veering, Tori Jury. Female, square boobs, action figure. Look at the ocean water. The Cable Dog, Keiburu Inukaisui. My name is Recursive. And the leader, look at Crimson. The Pruning Decimator, Hamada Koto. I am the greatest hero. My name is Justice. Justice is my remaining testicle. With the ever-present threat of boredom and the legions of his Gram army, they hard fight and make the world safe for puppies and sea cucumbers. We need to summon the King Supreme Megazord now! Kingly ass combined! Supremely chest breast combined! Megly dick combined! Yes, I'll be the Agni again. And all form and everything else. Gotta add it to the log so logs can go and fucking flog it. He will hit it with his dick. Hey, Steve. Yo. I'm having a big 750 milliliter bottle of Perrier Lime. Woo! 
It's Ric Flair. <laughs> it's Ric Flair. So I know Val came in late when we were watching it, but I had to show her the part where, uh, what's her face? I think it was Alicia Fox got her hat stepped on in the Women's Royal Rumble. Oh, God. And it was the best thing in the world. That's my hat! Five seconds of silence and staring, and then a front flip and a tantrum. <laughs> the fuck did I come back to? <laughs> we were talking about the Women's Royal Rumble. Oh, okay. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da
Yeah, the guy gets winded from just talking. I think he gets winded from walking down a single step. Not to. This is the worst trade deal I've ever had. In a stark contrast, talking about an extremely sexually attractive overweight man, this is DeVito Raider by Brododile. Summary. A retconned retelling of the first Tomb Raider game starring Danny DeVito as Lara Croft. I gotta go raid them tombs. Oh, those Tixopitties. I am fully expecting you and hopefully other people to put on their best Danny DeVito voice for this. I don't Danny DeVito. Carl is also acceptable. Wait, is he? Basically, I'm Danny DeVito. Ah, yeah, all right, I'll take it. Starting off tonight is Val. Oh, God, here come the Danny DeVito gifts. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That's terrifying. (laughs) That's amazing. Make sure to keep anything that shows his ass and not safe for work, please. Unfortunately. Oh, she just made a weird sound because she's dreaming. Sorry. Larson Conway takes a good look at the almost mansion-like house and then down (laughs) at a file. Oh, Danny DeVito. Thank you. (laughs) Nacho flavored. (laughs) This is the place, right? Shut up, Plaza. <laughs> Stop talking to the dog. He walks up the driveway and knocks on the door. A few seconds later, a short-looking, unkempt man enters the door. The hell do you want? Uh, well, my name's Larson Conway. I'm here to see Lara Croft. Is she in? The man lets out a sigh. I'm Lur, my dad was an asshole. I really prefer to be called L. <laughs> Can you try giving like a Carl voice to it? Like Laza snoring. Okay. Uh I'm Lur and my dad was an asshole. I really prefer to be called L. <laughs> <laughs> point for point, great Danny DeVito. <laughs> Come in and make it quick. I have plans later involving Cinemax. <laughs> a look and confused and slight fear washed over Larson's face, but he had a job that unfortunately requires the aid of this strange man. Thank you very much, he said as he walked in. The house was impressive on the inside, with the living room being massive in size. However, it seemed very empty. He thought not to mention it and took a seat on one of the chairs. Oh, that's that's a Jesus DeVito or Danny <laughs> Christ? Danny to Jesus. Yes, Danny to Jesus. L sat down across from him and took a drink of a knockoff cola. Want one? He said, lifting it up. <laughs> Don't make that voice when we're trying to cuddle, please. Make that voice when you're cuddling all the time. Yeah. Yes. No! No thanks, I'm actually here for some important business. Larson opened the file and took out a page and began reading from it. Lara, sorry, Elcroft, fame archaeologist who never allows picture taken on any side they work on. Though now I see why, he thought of it to himself. Yeah, dude, we all know that part. Let's skip the history lesson and you tell me why you're here. I represent an employer named Jacqueline Natla, owner of Natla Technologies. Oh yeah, I heard of them. They play everything close to the chest. I respect that. Uh, okay. I don't know what means they play everything close to the chest. They're very secretive. Ah, El said while scratching his crotch. Oh my god, Danny DeVito too. Stop looking at the same bucket, Val. I can't help it! Just not while you're reading. It's like right next, like it's my peripheral vision. Larson tried his best not to look disgusted and took a deep breath. Look, I'll level with you. We want to hire you to excavate a Tom Imperial called the Qualopec and find an artifact. Uh, it would have been nice to have a comma there. Oh yeah, I heard the recently found that. What exactly do you need me to find there, Mr. Connor? 
It's Conway. We need to, you to find something called a scion. The car? Yes. <laughs> we'll pay for for all expenses and give you a bonus after finding the artifact. But do you think a man of your age can handle a tomb that was lost to time? You don't really seem spry like I've heard. Lara smiles at that and stands up. He turns towards the island counter in his kitchen. The counter was about five feet wide. Elle took a runner stance and shot like a bullet towards it. About half a foot away from it, he jumps, doing a flip in the air and lands on the other side. Eat shit, Connor! <laughs> okay. How the fuck did you do that? Conway said with eyes wide open. Elle walked to the fridge and got another soda and took a long drink. Same way a woman works up the courage to have sex with you. Effort. Whoa! <laughs> Got him! Burn! He said with a chuckle. Give me a week to get ready and I'll do it. Mrs. Natla will very much appreciate the good news. I'll be back next week to pick you up, Conway said while putting the file back together. Sean, you're up. Laura walked back to the chair and sat down. He turned on the TV and turned back to Conway. Sounds good. Now get the hell out. They got twins on tonight. He does strike me as the kind of person to watch his own movies. Which one would he watch, though? Like, what would Danny do? He's not watching. He's watching Skinamax. Yeah. Oh, I thought they were talking about the movie twins, not twins on cinema. Oh. Yeah. It's a special director's cut. Yeah. Nothing but Arnie penis in every single scene. (laughs) It's a special Moyles cut. (laughs) I just thought of a funny joke. Which was what? (laughs) Why didn't Adam Sandler call the director's cut of, like, Eight Crazy Nights, the Moyles cut. Oh. <laughs> I don't get it. Moyles is the circumcision, dudes. Oh. <laughs> I get it, because it's a cut. Good. Yeah, because they, they cut it. You don't need to explain the joke six times, please. You see, Steve, Moyles are what cuts the penis during I circumcision. I the Jewish one here! <laughs> yeah, it's already on tape. <laughs> No, they took the tape off after the wound healed. I was going to say scotch tape. <laughs> yes, actually. Duct tape. Please don't duct tape somebody's circumcision. That's bad. Yeah, just use scotch tape like normal people. <laughs> or masking tape. When was the last time you went to medical school, Logan? Um, You mean like when did I last go physically to a medical school? Yes. Not that long ago. What for? <laughs> I had to go there to pick somebody up. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right then. <laughs> okay, Conway did a little bow and walked to the door. He opened it and took a step outside. He took a deep breath. Man, that guy was an asshole. Chapter 2, Part 2. Welcome to the jungle. So that is Laura Croft. Lara. Lara Croft. The co-pilot said, confused, during a, doing a quick turn to look at L. <laughs> Resting in the back of the cargo plane. The captain glanced over at him and smiled. We aren't paid to care who that is. We just have to get his ass over the jungle. The rest is his and Natla's problem. Yeah, good point, the co-pilot said, thinking about that nice check coming his way. But the dude seriously requested to be airdropped over the site? He kind of looks like died from a heart attack. (laughs) Well, you see, Danny DeVito is really committing to the role, so he's going to be doing a recreation of U2's Elevation music video. No. Danny DeVito, like me, isn't immortal. So he'll just hit the ground and make a crater and then get up. David, can I get one long from you so I can turn it into a mic spam noise? Sure. 
This is a test of the emergency broadcasting system. If this were a real emergency, it would be followed by a message. This has been only a test. <laughs> hey, asshat. I gave your mom the best pounding of her life, so I know I can handle this. Well, <laughs> well. I like this new sassy Lara Croft. Yeah. The voice came over the headset and scared the co-pilot a little. The captain laughed. Well, that answers that question, doesn't it? The co-pilot looked like he wanted to say something, but decided back-talking the co-client isn't worth it. The captain continued. We're getting close, Mr. Croft. Should be about 15 more minutes till we're over the site. Lara took a look at his watch and then reached into his duffel bag and pulled out a soda. He cracked it open and took a swig. Next, he stood up and did a few stretches, followed by a little bit of shadow boxing. I gotta fight. No, wait, no, Logan, I need Mushmouth Stallone. I gotta fight. <laughs> I'd love to see a boxing match between a, a Sylvester Stallone made entirely out of mashed potatoes and Danny DeVito. We sell that shit on pay-per-view. I'm ready to take on a dinosaur on a fist fight and knock his shit in. He then took a deep breath and reached into the duffel bag and pulled out two gun holsters and an ammo belt. He then began strapping them to his legs and waist. After putting on the holsters, he reached back into the duffel bag and pulled out a small box. He opened it up to reveal two pistols with clips in them and four extra clips. He started putting them on the belt and holsters as the co-pilot's voice came over his headset. You expected trouble down there? Lara kept looking at him and back down to his work as he spoke. I never visit a site without at least one piece. You never know what is going to happen. He pulled out one of the pistols and named it toward the co-pilot, who grew wide-eyed at the action. Plus, it's a great way to shut someone up when they get mouthy. He chuckled and put the gun back in the holster. The co-pilot turned back and silently said, This guy is fucking crazy. Yep. Yep. That's why we hired him. All right, we're getting close. We're getting ready to be over the site. The captain called back to him. L threw on a parachute and got close to the back. He shook his head a few times to pump himself up. Open this bitch's ass up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The captain stifled a laugh and hit the button opening the rear hatch. The cargo plane's back began opening, letting in a gust of wind. Lara braced himself against it and slowly moved forward. The co-pilot couldn't resist and turned to watch him drop. There's no way he's actually going to do it, he thought. No, I'm telling myself right now, I'm adding it to my list. I'm going to replace every voice clip in Lara Croft and the Guardian Alight with Danny DeVito voice lines. Who's up next? It's Logan. All right. Page four, right? Yeah. All right. Wait, you're not David. You're supposed to know where we are. Exactly. He's supposed to know. He did say the right number. He did do that. He did do that. Do that, do that. The captain flipped a switched. <laughs> the captain flipped the switch, turning a light in the back from red to green, giving the ghost signal. L take a running stance and jumped out of the plane, flying quickly toward the ground. Whee! In the distance, he could see a big temple sticking out of the ground. At the side on the ground stood a group of people looking at various papers and readings. Slowly, they all began to hear what sounded like a scream of excitement coming into range. They all looked up to see a short man with a parachute slowly floating down toward them. A few of them who looked like they could be the ones in charge looked at each other as to say, this can't be who we're waiting for. The man finally hit the ground with the parachute covering him. From under the chute, 
you could see him struggling to get out from under it. After a few awkward minutes of everyone watching this display, he finally was able to get out and began looking around at everyone staring at him. What the hell are you looking at? He said while pulling on his shirt. I need a bit of a juxtaposition here, Logan. Can you, like, read your voices as you normally would, but for any of the narration, can you do it like you're putting on a kindergartner's kid show? I don't know what you want from me. He wants you to put a condescending child's lilt on it. All right, children. Okay, you want you want me to talk like this? <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah, that's right. You got the prize. <laughs> you found the prize. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I want. Okay, you get it then. <laughs> I got it. Are we doing green barbecue after he the then show tonight? Past all of them to the front of the site, where right before the temple, he turned around and coughed. All right, <laughs> which of one of you shit sacks is in charge here? This is budget Homestar Runner if I've ever heard it. One man raised his hand slowly. All right, you, you, and you come with me. You're gonna explain everything to me while I climb this bitch. We. Well, we climb this bitch. We. He said, pointing at the man who raised his hand and the two people closest to him. They all looked at each other and began to go toward L. As they climbed the steps to the top of the temple, they explained to him that they believed the temple had a massive underground valley. <laughs> Can you say that word one more time? <laughs> wowie. Uh, the uh, underground wowie. <laughs> underground yowie. <laughs> yes. Underground wowie beneath it and held your artifact that they were looking for, but are unable to figure out how to open it. They made their way to the top of the temple and inside it. I feel like I'm doing like a, a toned down version of Mike Tyson. Kind of. <laughs> Yeah, it's Mike Tyson's kid show. All right, everybody, don't bite each other's ears. Hello, children. Don't bite <laughs> each other's ears. I'm going to fight you real good. We're going to make orphans of you. <laughs> make orphans of your children. But uh, he's married. He has a wife. I'll kill your children. That'll make you an orphan to them. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'll orphan you from life. They made their way to the top of the temple. Inside the temple was a decent-sized womb with a skeleton sitting on a throne. The womb was completely empty besides this throne. Wawa 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 began looking over studying the walls and floor of the womb. See there's nothing here besides him. One of your men oh no that was not that was not the man. I want you to just talk like this in real life forever from now on. Oh, yeah. I'll see how well that goes. <laughs> <laughs> just roll, roll up to the Wegmans. You see here it says, if you have an erection for four more hours, you should consult a medical professional immediately. Why would I go to Wegmans? I meant to say Walgreens, but no. <laughs> when I get an erection, the first thing I do is I go to the grocery store and brag about it. If I got a four-hour erection, I'm yelling that out to the neighbors and just telling them how good it is. No, David. After about four hours, your penis will start to turn black from necrosis. You're going to be like that guy on, uh, shit, I can't remember what those commercials were, where he was like a smiling guy. Oh, the, the meat bob from fucking... Oh, Cialis? No, no, no it, it wasn't, wasn't Cialis. Cialis it was, uh... Fucking 
It was kind of, like some natural male enhancement. Yeah, the uh, extends. That's what it was. Extends. <laughs> we sell that at my store. <laughs> <laughs> Extend. No, no, it's Enzite. Was it Enzite? It's Enzite, yep. All this shit is bogus anyways. Oh, that's beautiful. The first result. Historic verdict slaps Smiling Bob from Enzite commercials with 25-year jail sentence. Whoa, what? For what? Oh, oh, oh what are you going to jail for? <laughs> I don't know. Keep reading and I'll, I'll check it out. All right, okay, okay, okay. One of the men said while pointing at the skeleton, Al stepped closer to the skeleton, looking at it, and the throne closely. He smiled and pulled off the skull. Hey, check it out. To be or not to. (laughs) (laughs) He said while falling down a small side to open in front of the throne, the three men quickly went up to the slide and looked down to into it, seeing Wawa disappear <laughs> out of his sight while screaming. <laughs> is he gonna be okay? Oh, no. Is he gonna die? One of them asking, turn to the one in the middle. I don't know. I just, everybody talks like this now, except Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We need to let Natla know and wait a few days to see if he reappears. They began to leave one by one exiting the temple. The last one stood by the doorway and turned looking around. Looking back. Oh, shit. Hang on, I gotta drink my beer. <laughs> you don't sound old enough to drink the beer. I'm old enough to drink the beer. I know you're finally legal and you're able to drink it. I've been legal for a while, buddy. <laughs> Leo's smile crept onto his face and he laughed. Steve! Don't call me out during the show. Steve! Come back to bed. (laughs) (laughs) One of the others called back to him. He turned back around, still smiling. Do you guys ever do that as kids? Uh, When, like, one of your friends was talking on the phone, you would shout their name and say, come back to bread. Come back to bread? Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, to bread. I can't do this. I regret asking you to do it. Well, you shouldn't ask for things you don't want. I should think ahead in the future. He turned back around, still smiling. What? It was kind of funny. He said, <laughs> while walking down the steps. Chapter three. Chapter three. Part three. Everybody do the dinosaur. Shit, 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 shit. Wawa kept repeating it as he, <laughs> he tried to get a grip on the wasp, warming the swine. You cannot stop me. I am all powerful. He was going fast. He was going fast? <laughs> he was going fast. <laughs> he had no idea how far down he was going to... B when it dropped him at his destination. He tried to calm himself down. Wherever he ended up, that was where he needed to be to get this scion. He looked down and he could see a light coming up. Alright, next... Oh wait, no. Sorry, that's not his voice. Alright, next stop! DeVitoville, Las Vegas. My favorite district. He trailed off, waiting for the exit while closing his eyes. Next up is David. Steve, I think my voice is stuck like this. Oh, crap. Oh, no. I guess we'll have to deal with it. What'd you do? Why'd you curse me with your bad juju magic? Oh, no. He, he hit you with the vibe of voodoo, Logan. Oh, no. He got you, too. <laughs> he got you, too. <laughs> I read up on it. Apparently, Smiling Bob was the founder of Berkeley Premium Nutraceutical Steve Warshak. And he was given a 25-year jail sentence, and the company was ordered to forfeit $500 million by a federal court 
that found him guilty on 93 counts of conspiracy, fraud, and money laundering. Wait, conspiracy to do what? <laughs> to give people erections, apparently. I conspired <laughs> to give all of America erections. <laughs> when all of America has erections, none of America will have erections. I will take away the power of erections. That's the plot of the Sex Credibles 3, isn't it? Uh, uh, the Sex Credibles. Hello, <laughs> Mr. Incredible. I bet you want to be incredible at sex. Yes, I would like that very much. Good. (laughs) Now give me all of your money. (laughs) Danny DeVito in a bikini has me confused and aroused, and I didn't even take any insight today. Meet Bob. He's going to jail for 25 years on 93 counts of conspiracy. But his dick is hard. His dick's real hard. That'll help him in prison. (laughs) They won't be able to close the gate. Yeah, exactly. He just gets stuck. He's like, ow, my my really rock-hard, rigid penis. Ow, my Uh, erection. Warden, my erection got stuck again. (laughs) They just pour de-lousing powder on it like in Shawshank. Ah, it burns. (laughs) Sam, that joke. Guilty of conspiring with the Russians to commit erection fraud back in 2016. Oh, God, Uh. that's too good. But uh, we are on page five, yes? Yes. Okay, cool. Everyone drink. After a few seconds, he felt the slide disappear as he felt ground beneath him. He slowly stood up and looked around. Oh, a forest! He said, looking around at the scenery, slowly moving his eyes skyward. Overhead, he sees a giant creature fly over and pauses. Of dinosaurs! He said slowly, trying not to freak out. He decided it would be best move, best to move quickly and keep his eyes open in case of more prehistoric predators. A few, uh, yeah. <laughs> what what happened? Yeah. Sorry, it's just a few hours pass as he moves his way through the forest, seeing a few dinosaurs here and there. But being as smart as he was able to avoid, oh, being as smart as he was, he was able to avoid drawing attention to himself. He saw a clearing coming up that opened up into a big feud with what looked like some structure in the middle. A feud? A feud. It's like instead of being a field, it's filled. No, it's like a feud. It's like his titular role, fill them titties in Hercules. Nobody? Nobody's gonna laugh no, at that? No, 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 no. Fucking really? I'm mesmerized, <laughs> Dave. You Read have me book. mesmerized. Read a book, you guys. <laughs> He swear we came out of the forest looking around seeing if there was any creatures around. It looked safe to him, so he began walking toward the structure. Man, I thought at least I'd have to fight off one dinosaur getting here, he said while undoing a wedgie in his pants. As he got closer, he could see it looked like a smaller temple of one he had entered before minus other steps. He stopped standing in front of it. Damn it, I was almost there too. He turned around to see three small dinosaurs standing behind him about ten feet away. They were raptors and one in the middle closer than the other two. It was clearly the pack weeder. <laughs> weeder. It was eyeing him closely and he and began to kneel down like he began about to charge. <laughs> Another second passes it flies forward head first at Laura. Dumbass! L th- I? L. 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 El thought, leaning back slightly, waiting for it to get closer. It came inches away from his face, and Laura let fly a punch that was lightning quick, straight into the raptor's jaw, standing reading off to the side. Wait, what am I doing? 
Elle said out loud as the creature was recovering from the uppercut. Wait, if it, the side of the rat is straight, if it's a straight, that's a straight, not an uppercut. Details. See, man, come on, continuity, Danny DeVito. Uh, my name is Danny DeVito, and I talk like this now. He doesn't talk like that, no. I would never do that to you. <laughs> I mean, I do carry these things around, or these things, for this exact reason. He stopped doing the OL motion with the guns into his hands. He hosted the pistols and stopped moving as he felt a twin mod on the ground. Without moving his head up fully to see, he moved his eyes forward in the forest. Toward. Toward the forest. He could see a massive creature slowly moving through the forest toward the clearing. It was it. Uh, as it moved. As it moved. As it moved. As it moved, he heard a roar come from it that shook the ground again. Yeah, no, not dealing with that. He said quickly, turning and going into the temple. Inside the temple, he began looking around, still feeling slight tremors from the creature outside. He could see a hallway. Leading deeper inside, but couldn't see much farther in. He turned his head to his side and spat. Just keep that money in mind. He was... Are you okay there? You you Um, you seem to be stuttering. I've got a really, really bad headache, and I just took some pills for it, and they haven't kicked in yet, so... So I'm working on it. All right, th- then you don't need to go so intent, Dave. You can read it quietly, like a. I script. can only have one speed, Steve. It's intense, <laughs> and I can only have one speed stick. Otherwise, I'd have too much. <laughs> he started walking down the hall slowly, keeping on the lookout for traps. You never know in these old ass things. Everyone trying to kill whoever enters it. He thought to himself. Just then, he felt a button going down under his foot and saw two holes open in the wall to the left of him. An arrow shot out the top hole and came flying at his face. He caught it inches from his face and let out a breath. Looking down slightly, he blinked a few times, saw another arrow sticking out of his thigh. He laughed a little and yanked it out. At least it missed my massive dong. Does it actually say that? Well, yeah, it actually says that. (laughs) I did not ad-lib that. Logan, the story came through for you. He took a few seconds to let the, let the pain go down and kept going on. I did it. I win. I got my thing done. <laughs> it's my turn. He made his way. Steve-O, you have, to, you have to use this voice. Do I really have to use this voice? Yeah, you have to use your voice. Yes, otherwise I'll do that voice you hate. All right, can we wipe the slate clean after this round is done? Except for Logan. He's the god among men. No promises. No promises? I'll do what I can. He made his way into a big womb with a giant fountain in the middle of it. I'm just going to go with Homestar because I'm going to slip into it anyways. Yeah, yeah. The foundation had what looked like a two-headed shark leaping up and shooting water out of its mouth. Oh, jeez. The walls were covered in ancient painting that looked like they depicted a wall and a city falling into a large body of water. It was an old Trump prophecy. (laughs) Damn, Dave, that was cutting right there. Uh, Yeah, you know what? I'm going to hold my thoughts back right now. (laughs) (laughs) Why, Steve? Don't you want to have a really fun time with your friend, Dave? Dave, we can have a really fun time talking about how climate change and global warming aren't the same thing after the show. No, man, it's pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) He made his way towards a fountain and looked into it. It was really shallow for such a fountain. That was hard to say. Really shallow? Really shallow. He walked away. He wa- God damn it. <laughs> What's wrong, Steve? Is it hard to read? I had the friggin' simple and clean stuck in my head. Why do you have simple and clean stuck in your head? That's the way you're making me feel tonight. God damn it. 
<laughs> he walked all the way around it, going back and forth, looking at the walls and the fountain. Ah, I hate this puzzle shit, he said, shaking his head. He looked up at the shark heads and noticed one of the eyes looked different than the others. Well, I'm not climbing an ass up there, he said, pulling out a pistol and aiming it at the eye. Steve, in your Homestar voice, can you say pull over that ass too fat? <laughs> pull over that ass too fat. <laughs> Is that all you wanted? <laughs> That's all I wanted, man. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Is your life complete now? I hope so. Not complete, but know that you've pushed me closer to that Nirvana. He fired one shot at it, and it shattered. The fountain stopped shooting water, and the floor of it slowly began to move downward, becoming a stairway. He waited for the water to flow down before stepping in and going down the stairs. I have a lot of spittle and foam building up from this. Right, because that voice is hard to do. It is! Like, there's a reason that Homestar Runner isn't the main character of Homestar Runner. It's because his voice is fucking awful. He's the main character. The website named after him. No, dude, the website is named after him, you are correct, but... But Strong Bad's just, like, way easier. Yeah, Strong Bad's a way easier voice. They put, like, they don't even put him in every dude. Like, there is more Strong Bad content on the site than there is not Strong Bad. But then again, by that logic, Marzipan's the easiest voice to do because it's basically just Missy Palmer's default voice. Yeah, it's just her voice. Well, I'm not saying it's not easier. Are you telling me that Matt's default voice is not this? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, it's really not. All right, I'm going to continue now. Thank you. Okay. As, as he made his way to the bottom of the staircase, you could see a large amount of light coming from the womb within. Not the womb within. <laughs> yeah, the womb. <laughs> oh, God, the womb. Tonight on Cinemax, the womb within. That sounds <laughs> eerily like a movie that would be on Cinemax late at night. <laughs> it's just like, oh, yeah, you know, fucking coming up, Lord of the G-Strings and the womb within. <laughs> it's Cinemax's first foray into the sex horror genre. Oh, God, no, it's like the ring, but it's a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> the butt ring. He stepped into it revealing what looked like a cave with a hole in the ceiling. No, I don't want to see what's inside Danny DeVito's cave. <laughs> <laughs> Letting light poem. All right, Mr. DeVito, I'm going to need you to turn your head and cough. Cough! <laughs> <laughs> At the other side of the cave was another skeleton sitting on a throne. In his left hand sat a small object while his right hand rested on a western sword. Blah! His white hand rested on a western sword? What the fuck does that mean? A western sword. Is it just an easy setup for you this way, Dave? What? With you struggling through the English language as Homestar? With me literally emitting enough spittle to fill a kiddie pool. <laughs> the forecast tonight, two inches of spittle and partially cloudy. <laughs> I'm a little gassy. I've had a bit too much to drink tonight. <laughs> he walked over to the throne and studied the object that was in his hand. It was about palm size and looked like a smooth stone with a symbol on it. Hmm, might be used as a butt plug. Sure. He put his hand on it, looking at the skeleton and around. He closed his eyes and picked up the stone. He tensed up expecting something bad to happen, but after a few seconds opened his eyes. He began to relax as the skull turned and looked at him. Keep it safe, it said. 
and fell of the skeleton. L <laughs> jumped back, not expecting that to happen. Jesus fuck, stay dead. He said while pointing at the skull. <laughs> it's a very good line read, Danny. Well done. <laughs> After pocketing the scion, he saw a symbol appear on the left side of the cave. He walked over to it and gave it a confused look. He then looked to his left and his right. He shrugged and said, Let's hope something happens. He reached out and touched the symbol. Oh, that's not an end quote, but I'm still going to have to read it anyway. He reached out and touched the symbol and wall and... You're doing it, Steve. Don't worry. You got this. I'm trying. I'm trying real hard. I'm going to have to have a third shower today. Gotta get it out of that, that sweet sticky off of you while you're sleeping, Steve. He reached out and touched the symbol. The wall felt like syrup and pulled his hand in. He tried fighting it, but it was no use. He was pulled in completely. Steve-O. Yes? It's no use. God damn it. <laughs> it's no use, Steve. You know it was coming. It's no use. I hate that game so much, and you're never going to let me live it down. Well, that's because you're never going to finish it at this point since the worst Let's best... finish? I beat the Sonic campaign. You try to beat... There are three campaigns. <laughs> there are three campaigns, Shadow Silver and Sonic. You did one third of the game. I did all of Final Fantasy 13, sir. Yeah, but when are you going to do the rest of the Final Fantasy 13 series? Sonic, Shadow, and Danny DeVito. Those are the three campaigns in Sonic 2006. Oh, dude, how boss would it been at the end of Sonic 06 instead of Princess whatever her fucking name was kissing Sonic she kissed Danny DeVito you're just rescuing Danny DeVito over and over again no 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 Danny DeVito like fucking cock blocks him he's like get out of my way this is my kiss kid <laughs> kiss. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say kiss kiss this is my kiss kiss next thing Lauren knew he was flung from a wall into a womb not a womb <laughs> <laughs> it's like that couch <laughs> He hit the ground and slowly got up, brushing himself off. He looked around and noticed he was in the room of the first temple. Glad that worked out. He said, walking toward the exit, he started down the stairs and looked at the site below. He'd seemed deserted besides one person, but he couldn't quite make them out yet. As he got closer, he realized it was Conway, and he was on the phone with someone. Hey, Connor, buddy, long time no see. He waved as he came in the earshot. Conway turned to him and quickly hung up. It's Conway, Mr. Croft. I can take it. You found the... Oh, wait. Shit. Wrong character. Hold on. I'm, tr I'm trying here, guys. It's Conway, Mr. Croft. I take it you found the artifact? Hell took out... Tell... You can do it. Steve has excess spit. L took it out of his pocket and showed him. Yep. And even better, I kicked a raptor's ass. He laughed, not seeing the look on Conway's face. Conway reached down into his belt Hot. and pulled out a gun. Not a gun. Oh, Jesus. <gasps> Not a gun. Holding it toward Lower. I'll take that. No sudden movements, please. El looked shocked. No, shocked. Connor, what are you doing? I said it's Conway, you damn fool. Conway almost screamed. Now hand over the scion. El looked over him. He was serious. But he had made a mistake by not having his finger on the twiggle. Not the twiggle. Pooey. Just goggle it all in your mouth. I need a spittoon. Somebody get me a spittoon. No. The game? Yeah, you know, just on Nintendo Switch. 
or at the very least a cop. And instead, it on and and you said that you having a little trouble here. And instead, held it on the side of the gun. In a quick move, though, it walked the scion and pulled out both pistols, firing one shot out of each. One hitting Conway's gun, knocking it out of his hand, and the other shot hitting him in the stomach. Dun, dun, dun. I'm never doing Homestar Hunter's voice again tonight. Yeah, right. I'm actually going a little cross-eyed, circling back around. Val, it's your turn. Woohoo! <laughs> Woohoo! My husband's going cross-eyed. <laughs> My shirt is drenched from how much spit there is. What's wrong with you? Why are you just spitting everywhere? I told you I have problems. Yeah, you do. Stop gleeking all over your shirt. Gleek? Yeah, y'all remember gleeking? No. Yeah, that's a dumb sport. It's not a sport. <laughs> I know, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> what if professional gleeking was a sport? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I'm actually checking right now. The... <laughs> Roland Johnson holds the world record for most gleeks in one minute. 28. Jesus. That's pretty powerful. We should train and get powerful like that. There's a video called The Great American Gleek Off, and I don't want to click it. Yeah, click the gleek off. (laughs) All right. Can I read? No one answer her. (laughs) Hey. Conway fell to his knees. Shut up. (laughs) The fuck is gluking? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> hey Logan, remember the time we looked up what Glorp was? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Let's look up Gluking. How delicious. Conway fell to his knees. He trailed up, grabbing his stomach in pain. What? <laughs> I found um not just Gluking, but uh an amazing word that is Smawsome gluking. <laughs> what? Awesome. I mean, smallsome. Smawsome gluking. What is it? It means smart or awesome and good looking. Wow. <laughs> A coolness extreme, all encompassing greatness, a rarity among the human race. None other than our favorite host, Sean. Yeah, Sean is smawsome gluking. <laughs> sounds like an insult. <laughs> it sounds like a disease. Yeah. Looks like you got a bad case of smossum gluking. My browser has never been so filled with dicks with googly eyes. I looked up glorping again. Why? <laughs> I just wanted a reminder. Why? Oh no, that's glocking. L put one pistol away and picked back up the scion. He walked over to Conway and held his other pistol to his head. Tell me everything, douchebag! Conway's eyes looked almost wild as he spat out. You think you can stop her? Natla would get the Scion and find Atlantis. She will get their technology and she will rule this wretched world. At that moment, Elle accidentally sneezed, jerking forward and pulling the trigger, killing Conway before he could finish. Oops. When did Atlantis come into the picture? It's always like lost civilizations like that with Tomb Raider. The thing though, wasn't he supposed to get the Scion for that chick anyway? Yeah. Yeah. I don't see why he was, like, threatening to kill him. He could have just, like, paid him and then that's it. I'm sorry. I was distracted for a minute. I'm closing my tabs and I had the Steve Warshak thing open from the Enzite. And apparently I'm changing my Steam name. My new Steam name is Cincinnati Boner King. It's a good good name. Sure. But you hate Ohio. I do. Doesn't mean I'm not going to rule over their boners. 
Fair enough. Steve Bob, the boner ruler. <laughs> he looked down at the body and sucked the air through his teeth. <sighs> My bad, Connor. You know how our allergies are. I don't really, but okay. I mean, they're not they're not that bad. It depends, I guess. Well, you know, sometimes you just sneeze and start blasting. That's true. <laughs> That's why I always have two pairs of underwear on. You're such a dumbass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you pulled out a compass and took a look at it before pocketing again. Papa, papa, pocketing. Now to find that bitch and oh, now to find that bitch and get my money. Chapter four. Part four, bad blood. Now we have bad blood. It used to be mad love. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Everybody is just mumbling. It's like karaoke night. During the early 90s, she was sleeping with my cousin. Not only that, the bee got her pregnant. The TV droned on, but Heath Rousen, or Heath, Heath Rousen, was really paying attention. He was watching the pickup truck slowly making its way to the security post he manned. He grabbed his radio and hit the bottom, presumably calling in to someone in the office building on of the compound. Hey, Wyatt, you there? A small amount of feedback came over the radio before a voice answered him. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, I think that inspector from All Bastards here. He trailed off, waiting a few seconds before letting go of the bottom. Alright, I'll let Natalie know. Don't forget to check his ID. Hey, I'm not a rookie anymore, Mr. Folks. Heat said, laughing a little, before settling the radio down and going to the window of the post. He stood there a second, looking at the man in the truck. He was a short man, a little unkempt-looking. I know Alabaster said the guy was a little strange, but I wasn't expecting this, he thought to himself. The man rolled down the window and handed him his ID. Man, y'all are kinda hard to find out here. Not many places in the desert. Yeah, he said taking his ID. Mrs. Natla likes her privacy, but you already knew that, Mr... He looked down at the ID. Reynolds. He walked over to the computer and looked at the email pulled up on the screen. Blah blah blah, head technician Frank. He looked at the ID again. Reynolds. He walked back to the window and handed the man his ID back. Alright, you're good to go, Mr. Reynolds. You can see where to park from here. Hope your alabaster boys can give this compound the overall it needs. Keith said, tripping his... Tipping, not tripping. His hat slightly. The man rolled up the window and threw the truck in driving... In drive, not in driving, making his way to the parking lot. He parked the truck and grabbed the clipboard before hopping out of the truck. Not hopping off. Oh man, where's the heart? Yeah, they are. He made his way to the back of the truck and pulled out what looked like a toolbox. He took a second to look around at the compound. All it housed was a security post in a 10-story office building, the secret headquarters of Natla Technologies. He was lucky that this 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 that they decided to work with Alabaster, or he would have had to come in guns blazing. He smiled a little. Finally, a job that would have a huge mess. He thought, glancing back to the security guard watching TV. Time to kill this bitch. I feel like I've said this already. Probably. Eh. It's my turn now. He said quietly and made his way to the office building. Once inside the lobby, he made. His way over to the counter and set the toolbox down. Behind the counter was a woman on a computer typing frantically, who quickly held up one finger, signaling it would be a second. Laura took a deep breath and glanced over at the security guard who was sitting behind the counter playing on his phone. Sorry for the wait, Mr. Reynolds, the woman said, moving to search through the stack of papers. Ah, here. She handed him a paper with electrical information about every floor. 
We need you to check floors 2 to 7, as well as floor 9 to see how to supercharge the electronics, or whatever Ms. Natla hired you for. I don't speak tech. L laughed. Well, you're kind of right, he said while turning toward the elevator. He kept a smile on his face till the door closed. As soon as it closed, he hit the button for the seventh floor. He had a plan Alabaster gave him memorized. He knew that most of the computers on each floor were just a screen with an empty case attached. Besides the crew in the lobby and the security post, only a handful of scientists worked here, and Natla didn't want him here while Alabaster was inspecting the building. He opened up the toolbox and pulled out a soda, quickly gulping it down and throwing the can to the side. The elevators opened, showing what seemed to be a normal office layout. Lara quickly made his way through the floor, ending up in the break room. He turned toward a wall with a motivational poster with a cat playing on it. He reached it to the toolbox and pulled out a glove. He put it on, taking a second to look at the thumb which had an artificial fingerprint on it. Man, I wish I would have thought of this one. He took his gloved hand and covered the right eye of the cat. As he did it, you could hear a quiet whirring behind the wall. Uh, everybody start revving up your fuck machines. Wait, Logan, you have a very weird sounding fuck machine. Let me get my actual fuck machine. Hang on. All right, I'm bracing myself, guys. I didn't know the side one who just had the motor to it. Oh, no, he has the hydraulic attachment. Huh? <laughs> the system <laughs> is down. The system is down. <laughs> Okay, here it is. Nice. <laughs> it sounds like somebody opening a can in slow motion. It can only do one song, but it does it well. <laughs> it's just the uh, song. <laughs> After a few seconds, a part of the wall opened and a knob appeared. He smiled and turned it opening the wall, fully revealing a hidden hall. L stepped inside and closed the door. The hall had seven door running down it, and at the end of it... What? Yeah. I don't know. Elle took a minute to think. It's Tuesday, so she should be in... He pointed at the doors one at a time until he stopped at the second one on the left. There! He walked over to it, quietly, and sat the toolbox down. He opened it up and pulled on a pistol with a... Pulled on a pistol? Pew pew! With a suppressor on it as well, as what looked like a grenade. He sat the toolbox aside and took a few steps back. He took a deep breath and ran at the door, kicking it open. Honey, I'm home, he said as he threw the rounded object into the room. As the object landed, it glowed and the lights turned off in the room. Behind the desk in the room sat Jacqueline Natla, who reeled back in her chair from the shock. Who the he? Oh, it's you, Mr. Croft, she said, repositioning herself and reached under the desk to hit a button. His button, maybe. Don't worry, babe. No one is going to interrupt us. That little device knocked out the power to this room, he said, aiming the gun at her. Now, get your pretty little ass out from behind that desk. I don't want the first shot to have to be one of those beautiful blue eyes, he said, motioning with the gun. She slightly tilted her head back and bit her lip. She stood up, hands in the air, waving around like she just don't care. Wee! <laughs> Complying with his demand. Very well, Mr. Croft. Let's not do anything crazy. L smiled and quickly fired off two rounds, one into each knee. Ow! How will I ever compete in the Olympics now? Be a bobsledder? Just get some of them robot knees. Hey, robot knees? (laughs) 
bitch. My whole life is crazy. She screamed as she fell to her knees. <laughs> you insignificant little bug. How dare you oppose me? I was going to rule this world with the ancient technology of Atlantis. All I needed was the Scion. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> Next up is Logan. Would it be the XB or the XA? I don't know. Whichever one isn't the box. I think that's the TC. Uh, yes, the TC is the not box. Logs. Oh, it's my turn? Yes, I just said. Next up is Logan. Yeah. No, I was completely not listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it just shows how much you care about this relationship of ours. Well, I mean, you never touch me in bed anymore, so. You never look at me during. You shouldn't have shot me in the knees. Well, maybe you should grow stronger knees. Maybe you should have grown bulletproof knees. Blame yourself or God. Oh, that? I sold it on my way over here. Got some good money for it. You what? She hissed through her teeth. Who the hell would buy it? No one knows what it is for. What is for besides me? Uh, can you revise that? You're so close to Strong Sad. I feel like we should just make this in universe. <laughs> Who the hell would buy it? No one knows what it is for besides me. <laughs> it's right next to my collection of slushy albums. It's slushy, you fake fan. Nice. Oh, I'm gonna be a guy. Oh, I'm slushy. Beautiful. Elle smiled slyly. Ah, the third people helped me my whole life. <laughs> Not as good. I don't. I don't know if Danny DeVito's right to cast as the live-action strongman. Uh, are you kidding me? That sounds incredible. Oh, here, let me do my squeak version of Danny DeVito. <laughs> That's good. That works. Although now I can't understand what you're saying. Maybe you should learn to cheat. Learn how to cheat to cheat. His smile widened and his eyes narrowed, looking down on her like she was the one beneath him. Arabata. Natla's eyes widened, and she looked around. Her heart was beating fast. You see? Oh, no. Nope. Sorry. You see, Natla! Oh, that's too hard. I can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, no. I gotta put a a bullet in both of this knees. Please, please come back. Fine. Thank you. You see, Natla, honey? What you think is your greatest weapon was actually your biggest weakness. Only two guards... An assistant and a skeleton crew of scientists. And a skeleton. And a skeleton. All of who can't talk to you unless you want them to. You're way too private in your little kingdom up here. He walked over to her and lifted her head with the gun. She had tears in her eyes. But why? Why did Alabaster choose you? I was going to give them the world. The ability to be the one person. (laughs) Wow. What do you have that I don't? What could a worm like you offer them? Answer me, Croft. His face grew somber as he began to think how to answer. I have the one thing you can never give them. Extended manliness? He pulled the trigger, firing one final shot into her head. The Croft Research. The sexiest man boobs this side of the Mississippi. Ab City. So what are the sexiest man boobs on the other side of the Mississippi? I don't know. You guys realize... Me, strong bad, I do not have pecs, so I can't have man boobs. You just have man buns. No, I have man abs. Man abs. Nobody has abs on their ass. Are you kidding me? I've got an ass dimple. That's why they call me double A. Ass abs. abs. God damn it. (laughs) Ass abs. All right, please continue. 
Chapter 5, Part 5, Livin' La Vida Loca. <laughs> the man stood in front of the double doors, clearly tired of waiting. How much longer, he thought, looking down at his watch. The test should be done, and he needed to know the answers to his questions. Well, one question, really. Is his son going to be the one they need? Can he pilot the EVA unit? Finally, a doctor walked through the double doors with a clipboard in hand. Was it Dr. Wawi? <laughs> Charlie, get me, Ava. He was looking down at it as he walked through them and almost ran into the man standing right there. No, no, there's no right. Standing there. Whoa. He cleared his throat. Mr. Croft, I didn't expect you to be right here. Well, Richard Croft said, obviously waiting to be told the results. Ah, well, you won't like it. He cleared his throat again. We don't know how it happened, but it seems to have received the recessive genes of both yourself and Amelia. When he grows up, he will be the shortest known Croft. Damn it! I thought it would work! Richard said, clenching his fists. Richard, there's something else you need to know. The doctor spoke with a somber tone. I have a crush on you! I am the President of the United States. <laughs> Richard went back to looking at him with his fist still clenching. It's... Well, the doctor took a deep breath. Tell me, James, if you plan on giving him the serum, he would have about a 50-50 chance of surviving it. However, if he was to survive, his recessive genes would be strengthened dramatically and would be passed down. We could have the one we are looking for after maybe two or three more generations. I just need to get my harem up and running, James said handing him the clipboard. Richard looked it over and handed it back, turning around after. You know, doing your normal voice is so much quieter than the other voices you were doing. Yes. I swore to my father and he to his father before me. And then before that, I had no idea what happened. We would do whatever it takes to find the ultimate cure. Amelia knows when he comes of age, he will either die or become stronger. Richard stated tonelessly, running his hand over his hair. Why do I feel like I'm reading a manifesto from one of those extreme right-wing eugenics groups? Because they are literally talking about eugenics, that's why. Alright, next up is David. It's time for David, yes David, he's gonna be reading this story right now. Hey you, Denny Davido. Hey David, what page are we on? Oh, uh, page are we on? We're on page 10, buddy. Damn, Ooh, that's a drink. twice in one night. Yeah. Suck a big penis. Penis, uncircumcised you heathenist Jew. Wait, no, that doesn't work. <laughs> How can you be a heathenistic Jew? You're the God's chosen people. You just keep digging yourself in these philosophical religious holes on our show, don't you? Yeah, I like being in holes. Man, I was going to say that if you didn't. <laughs> David, you and me, when, when I come to visit you, we can dig a hole. Or even better, when we go to Japan, the first thing I'm going to do after getting out of the airport is I'm just going to dig a hole. Oh, can take vacation in six months, so we would have to, like, schedule it for September or October. Google, add to calendar, September 1st, Japan slash hole digging trip. With Shia LaBeouf. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Finally. I can't wait to dig a hole on Fuji. <laughs> right, we're gonna <laughs> dig a hole straight into the mantle. Alright, anyway. If the boy was meant to be a disappointment, so be it. We'll just try again. He turned back around. You might think me a monster, but this is the curse of the Croft family. We will suffer for the world to improve. 
James set the clipboard down. Richard, you know I understand better than anyone. Your family has grown right beside Alabaster. We wouldn't exist without your help. You know, then we have our skeletons too. He pat Richard on the shoulder. With all that out of the way. All right. You know what, Dave? Hmm? You're not doing David Attenborough. You're not doing Richard Attenborough. I think you're doing, like, the stepbrother, Doug Attenborough. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Doug Attenborough. I fucking read things. (laughs) Sure. BBC, where's my check? (laughs) With all that out of the way, you still need to name your son. Doug. Doug. Perfect name. <laughs> oh, definitely won't be a show on Nickelodeon that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, does it, I know I, nobody I've ever talked to like Doug. It was not a good like, show. It like, ran for like eight seasons. And I don't get how. Exactly. How? Who kept the show alive? Whose dick was getting sucked at the fucking Universal Studios Nickelodeon thing? Nick's Nick's? Who behind Olmec was getting their fucking butt pounded by the the executive was like, yes, more Doug, please. More. I have to have Doug. Give it. Do, 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 (laughs) do. Meanwhile, here you and I are stuck with only three and a half seasons of Harvey Birdman Attorney of Law. Right. A show that's incredible. Yet, fucking, you can't fuck Doug. (laughs) You can't fuck Doug in that show. We need to make a video game and just have one of the features, you can't fuck Doug. (laughs) And it's a cheat code that just says you can't fuck Doug. And you're like, why can we turn this on? And why can't we not fuck Doug in the normal game? There isn't even a character named Doug in there. It's just, you can't fuck Doug. But if you look at the starting paragraphs in the manual, it says you can fuck Doug if you do this. Uh, But then have like this paragraph is the last paragraph. So nothing's there. This is like deep lore that we're getting into now. Right. More than likely, he'll be a disappointment. But maybe if we pull on the suffering, his will shall bring him through the trials. He smiled at this. His name will be Laura. A joke of a name for a joke of a son. Wow. Random tangent. Chocolate sprinkles or rainbow sprinkles? Neither. They're both gross. Oh, fuck off. They're pure sugar. They don't even taste like chocolate. They're both the same. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. It's the color that changes. I go with rainbow. I love everything. That's why you love me? Yeah. Because Val is his everything. Because Val is his rainbow sprinkles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Everybody who's listening, go home to your significant other or like family member and then tell them you're my rainbow sprinkles. No, better yet, go home and tell them you're my Doug. And then when they look at you all weird, they'll be like, <laughs> just say, I would support you for eight seasons, no more, yeah. no less. <laughs> tell them you'll support them for eight seasons in a movie that's stupidly called the first movie. Like there's going to be a whole trilogy of Doug movies. <sighs> okay. It's a cruel man, but he has to been. You sound so drunk. He's a cruel man, but he has to be. The world on his family's shoulders and it can't afford emotion. Sixteen years later. <laughs> that found himself waking up Gregory with everything still coming into focus. He was in the white room laying down. Oh, are we being treated to Pleasant Dave? Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> he tried moving his hands. Up to his head, but found he couldn't move him. What the hell? That's a naughty word. You shouldn't say that. He said, still trying to struggle. He looked around more closely to see what that he was in a hospital room. Oh no, is he hurt? Of some kind. Help! 
He yelled loudly while struggling, but it was no use because he was trapped. Oh no. And he didn't have his life alert on him. No life alert either. You can get those for free if you're on Medicaid. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't watched TV or commercials in a long time. Is that one of the pitches? It probably is. It'd be Medicare, not Medicaid. Mm. But you, you get the idea. Yes. How's your headache? Uh, it's starting to dissipate. Thanks, Ibu. Yay. Yay. You see, Ibu is a miracle drug that cures everything, according to the military. <laughs> you could have AIDS, and they would just give you a bottle of Ibu, and you'd be fine. Wow. The door leading to the room opened, and a man wearing a mask stepped inside. Ah, you're finally awake. Richard, he's ready. The man <laughs> said, waving his hand outside the door. Man walked over to the counter with a syringe and a bottle of clear substance inside it. So I'm sorry. I tried to look up Sexy Doug. I was hoping it would be like Doug the Nickelodeon show, Rule 34-ish kind of thing. This is one of the first responses for Sexy Doug. Oh, God. I mean, he's trying his best. A middle-aged, overweight-ish white male with a receding hairline posing for a boudoir shot. I mean, it's better than the second result I found, and I'm not going to even explain what it was. I got that dad bod down pat. (laughs) Speaking of which, Tony should have a dad bod here soon. The man walked over to a counter with a syringe and a bottle of cleared substance. I hope it's high fructose corn syrup. I love that stuff. It's tasty. It's tasty. Was you making fun of me? That's not cool, man. No, no, it's tasty. Oh, okay, cool. I like it, too. I like to eat it straight from the bottle. On like a paintbrush. On a paintbrush? <laughs> you know, you dip it in there, you're like, Ugh. no. <laughs> what we really need to do is market a candy to kids that is just a sugary glue to reinforce the glue eating standard. High fructose corn syrup. Elmer's high fructose corn syrup. <laughs> oh, yeah, this stuff's great. It gives you <laughs> chattering teeth. All natural and healthy for you. Yeah, it's from corn, man, right there in the name. Steve, you were the paste eater in your school, right? Shush. (laughs) (laughs) We had this discussion. I was not the glue eater. I was the tape eater. Oh, right. Why did you want this worse? I fucking forgot about that. It's season eight. Everything old is new again. He, as he began drawing the liquid into the syringe, Richard Croft steps into the room wearing a, uh, wearing a doctor's coat with his mask down. Hello, Laura. I know you're confused, but trust me, this is for the best. <laughs> what are you going to do to me, old man? El spat at him, nothing but anger. Uh, wait, El spat at him, n- nothing but anger in his eyes. Wait, wait, which voice is the pleasant Dave? Nothing. <laughs> no, yeah, I spat, I spat at him. It's all of it? Yeah. It's bad at him. Nothing but anger in his eyes. Does mom... Does, does mom know about him? <laughs> Richard walked... Uh, Richard walked over to him and ran his hand... <laughs> David, to- just don't turn it off. <laughs> I try not to. <laughs> but my brain is resisting. <laughs> no, you can't be positive. I'll be angry when I want to, positive Dave. <laughs> David, can you stop arguing with yourself? We got you off of medical leave temporarily because you said you were better. Steve, don't let them get me on an ambulance. Make sure they don't give me any peanut butter, okay? <laughs> Steve, if they give me peanut butter, give them a medal. <laughs> what? <laughs> David, you're fucking golden, man. No, I'm a human, not made of metal. 
Except the iron in my blood. Yeah, these iron in your blood, Dave. You know that? Oh, no. He's the golden boy. <laughs> this is the plot twist. Whenever Friendly Dave showed up, it was actually Dave being his other half, not him putting on a voice. Vichy <laughs> <laughs> walked over to him and ran his hand against his face. Yes, son, she does. This is the curse of the Croft family. We sacrifice our bodies for the greater good. His eyes changed from anger to fear. Well, what are you going to do to me? He said, glancing at the syringe. Richie's my woman like a father proud of their child. This serum will supercharge your cells. No matter what shape you are in, you will always be as strong as an Olympic athlete. You will be the fourth generation of Croft to inherit this gift. You must try your best and hide it from the world, though. They aren't ready yet. I'll tell you all of it after your... Wait, this is just My Hero Academia. <laughs> <laughs> yes, young Danny DeVito, you can become a hero. Eat this! We do have some My Hero Academia fic later in the season, Dave. Oh, boy. I can't wait to see how bad it is to trash something I love. Yay! Yay! You're not allowed to love things. Tell me everything you hold dear. I will destroy it. Tell me what you hold dear. So that I may take it away. I hold you, dear Steve. Well, then let me go take a hammer to my kneecaps. No, Steve, your kneecaps need the, the, the kneecaps to survive. How will you be able to walk? You don't have arms. How will you cap without your knees? Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> I can't play TF2. I can't capture the flag without knees. You won't be able to capture the flag, Steve. You let down your team. That'd be really sad, man. <laughs> We are so dumb. You just realize it now? No. Will it hurt? Else said on this crane. Richard smiled. Not as much as you'd think until it teaches your heart. Or until, it, until it teaches. Until it reaches your heart. Then you'll want to die. That That is a Disney song waiting to be written. Teach your heart. Not as much as you think until it teaches your heart. <laughs> then you'll want to die. Wait, no. Then you'll want to die. He decided to leave out the fact that he might actually die from it. If he doesn't know, he won't think about it, and his chances of survival are higher. Ed took a deep breath. Okay, I'm ready. James grabbed his arm and pushed the syringe into it. It'll take a few seconds. Lord tried his best to lay back and relax, thinking finally his dad would be proud of him. He smiled at the thought. His whole body tensed up and he screamed. Ah! Turns out that syringe actually was full of measles. Oh, no. Yeah. That's a totally preventable disease. Nine years later. That's me. Steve-O. No, I haven't gone yet. Yes, you have. You've gone once. Yes, Val. You went twice. No. Yes. yes. You literally started the story. You did. I never have. You just did. You are not You are not going to swindle me out of my hard-earned characters. Yes, Steve. Alright, we're gonna swindle Steve. Watch. Oh sweet eBay pop-ups. Great. Well, there went Steve. <laughs> <laughs> you doing alright? You fine there? <laughs> yeah, you know what? No. <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean I can read now? Yeah, I think that means we can go home actually. I'm already home. Well, yeah, me too. We did it. I live in my house. <laughs> All right, Steve. No, I'm giving a message. The teacher was five <laughs> minutes late. That means we get to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I really was just going to say that I appreciate... No, not you. <laughs>
Ai, get It's like the door gag from Scooby Doo. Yeah. We're supposed to be like professionals or something. Professional what? Yeah, we're professional comedians. If people were prof- if we were professionals, yes, if people were professionals, they'd be professionals. Mm-hmm. No, uh, if we were professionals, people wouldn't listen to their show. We are not a talented group. People listen to us because we are untalented. No, we're very talented. What are you talking about? Oh my god. Dave, take your pills and stop the double personality thing. Steve, we're very <laughs> talented, man. <laughs> So what are we going to Japan again? Oh, we're going in October, man. I thought you said September. Well, no, I said September or October. I have to... Oh, I sweet. Regular to... Dave is back. Hell yes. No, man. Shit. Stop, stop being like that. Come on, dude. Nine years later. <laughs> or one season of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> 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 I'm stuck. Great job. The crowd was going wild. They had never seen such a small man fight like he was. He was running circles around his opponent, catching him in his ribs with every hit. The bigger man in the makeshift ring was known as the, quote, bull, unquote, around these parts. Very few could keep up with him, let alone could dodge his punches. I'm still getting this fucking froth thanks to the Homestar earlier. This little guy, this little guy... Whoever he was, he can make it on his own. Whoever he was, was a monster. And the bull wanted to finish the fight before he could lose. The little guy took a step back and the bull saw this as his chance. He drew his face back and let it loose, flying toward the guy's face. What do you mean, moose? I thought it was a bull. I said loose, not moose. Oh. Oh, was that the joke? Yes! That's the joke. With a speed he had never seen before, the little fighter blocked the punch and caught him with an uppercut, knocking him out instantly. The crowd went nuts. My car. As the challenger threw his hands in the air victoriously. Unknown to him, a man took a picture of him on a phone as he did so. He quickly left the crowd and waited outside. After about 30 minutes, the fighter walked out and stopped. I knew you'd come looking for me sooner or later. No, no. It's more like this. It's more like this? Yeah, you gotta go a little extra mushy. I knew you'd come looking for me sooner or later. Pretend you've had, like, a lot of Valium and also have mashed potatoes for jowls. Oh, hold on. All right, I got this. I knew you'd come looking for me sooner or later. How much cotton did you just put in your mouth? Two fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Two fingers worth of cotton. Ah, yes. Steve, two fingers in the mouth, Borts. <laughs> no, it's Steve, two fingers worth of cotton, Borts. Eh, you know, either one sounds good. He turned, looking at the man and sticking his hand in his bag. Walk away. I want nothing to do with alabaster or my father's bullshit. Whoa, easy. I'm just here to talk. I think you'd like to hear what I have to say. The man said, putting his hands up. I'll pass. I'm done with being a guinea pig for y'all. Oh, but you're still drinking caffeine, the man said, pulling out the phone and holding it out to him. Where did the storyline go? I literally have no idea. I don't know. I'm kind of confused. Yeah. Elle looked at him and took the phone. On the screen was a picture of him standing there with his hands up, hovering his... However, his entire body was blurry. Hovering? 
Oh god, a hovering Danny DeVito sounds nightmarish. <laughs> That's right, I'm a wizard. I got that hovering app on my phone. <laughs> He's just on one of those hoverboards. What can I say? You don't just throw away that kind of power. He said, handing the phone back. The man waved his hand as to say no. Keep it. It will be how we get in touch with you. I told you. Yes, yes, I know what you said. I'll be honest with you, Mr. Croft. We have your DNA. (gasps) If we wanted to continue your family's research, we could do it without you. Then why the hell do you need me? Elle said, starting to get annoyed. Your father also helped us out at our archaeological sites. Being a man who could do things most couldn't come came in handy quite a bit. And, well, with him gone, we could use your help. Why should I help you? It's like, I got shit to do, man. You helped my parents nearly kill me. I'm just glad they are finally in the dirt where they belong. This got dark. Right? It's like, we got patricide on the menu and stuff. Just turn on the lights! Oh, well, thanks for that advice, honey. This is why I married you. You're welcome. Elle said, spitting on the ground. (laughs) Patooey. That's why I married you. (laughs) You're going to get more on your freaking spit guard. Oh, no, 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 no. My pop filter slash noise guard, it's literally melting because of the amount of spit that's on it. Why is it melting? Is your spit acid? Are you a an alien? Yeah, are you the Dilophosaurus from fucking Jurassic Park? Which, I know that we said that it was a real thing before. The Dilophosaurus is, in fact, an entirely fabricated dinosaur. No, it's not. No one said that. Sorry, guys. The Dilophosaurus never existed at all. No, my worldview. (laughs) Mr. Croft, we believe the Dilophosaurus existed. Well, we think your DNA was closer to what we needed than James and Richard previously thought. His DNA was closer to a Dilophosaurus? (laughs) Danny DeVito as the Dilophosaurus in Jurassic Park 4. Who am I? Alan! Alan! What would Danny DeVito say as he spat it out? He'd go, Hey! (laughs) (laughs) We just need the time to fully analyze and break it down. Oh, you wanted to break it down. (laughs) We owe you everything, Lara. Sorry. L. He held out his hand. You'll be even richer and all expenses will be covered. Please, if not for your family's legacy, do it for the world. Do it for me, the mixter. L thought for a second. Richer, eh? He grabbed his hand and shook it while pocketing the phone with his other hand. I'm not the kind of man to turn down more money. And that's it. We're done. We're done for the night. Not enough time to do a second rotation. Sorry. Okay. That's all right. We did it. We did a second rotation. Not enough time to do a third rotation. Sorry, I suck at math. There you go. Yeah, you do? Yeah. Yeah, Val never got a second read. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) I never even got a first read. Yeah, Val never read tonight. Oh, my God. She had a first read. What are you talking about? No, she did. David hasn't read yet either. He needs to read before we go on. Exactly. No, fuck you guys. I read. (laughs) I read and I had an alter ego and everything. I put effort into my characters. Thank you very much to our sponsors on Patreon. I was going to say Soxers, and I don't know why. <laughs> I think they're called patrons. Is, can, can they go to, like, Soxers.com and get a free 30-day trial of socks delivered to their door? Socks, parentheses, rent to own. Oh, God. You know, I would honestly pay money to get new socks every month so I could throw the old ones away. It'd be like me undies. No, no, no. 
fantastic. They do have loot crates for socks. Yeah. Oh. I don't want no dang loot crate. I just want socks. It's a loot crate of socks. They call it sock crate? No, it's loot wear socks and wearables bundle. No, I don't want wearables. I just want socks. Oh, apparently you can get Bioshock or Naruto Shippuden socks. Oh boy, (laughs) my two favorite things in the world. (laughs) Naruto Shippuden. (laughs) Hey, Logan, who's your favorite Shippuden character? Oh, my favorite Shippuden character is um, the seal that has the Sharingan. What? The the singer Seal? Mine is Bruce Banner is the Hulk. Yeah! That's true. Bruce Banner is the Hulk. <laughs> Maybe that dude who uh, had mouths on his hands so he could suck his own dick. Whoa! Uh, I think you're thinking of Vampire Hunter D. No, no, it was also a Naruto. <laughs> Thank you very much to our patrons on Patreon, especially our genital guardians. Afrohawk, Alexander Grass Dragon Corbett, Dylan Barber, Disambiguity, Discuss, Ep- Laza, Epidel, Evan Balmel. Laza doesn't donate. (laughs) Where'd she get the money? Yeah, Laza didn't earn that shout out. (laughs) Matthew Wayne, Jordan, Michael Fouch, Miri, Nyami Rose, Pope Sloth, Sarah for the win, Sean Webster, Steve Van Sickle, The Waffle, and Wage. David, give me a quick 500 word review of Final Fantasy 13. All right. They're okay. And then 498 times of Screw Flanders. But that's a Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> no, it's not. Wait, this, when did the Simpsons become part of Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Are we man. doing this? I swear Are to God, I would buy a Kingdom Hearts game if I could go to Springfield. Hi there. Thanks for listening to Friday Night Fan Fiction. Be sure to check out FridayNightFanFiction.com, where you can sign up to be a guest on the show, submit fan fictions for us to read, and join our Discord server to hang out with us. All backing music used in Friday Night Fan Fiction is available via Overclocked Remix at ocremix.org. Be sure to check them out for over 3,000 fan arrangements and 60 fan arrangement albums of free video game music. Ending credits music, Koopa Nova by Diodes. Opening musical credits, Apollo Duck by Will Rock. We hope you enjoyed listening to this, and we'll catch you next episode.